Welcome to the show. I'm James. I'm David. I'm Riley. And today we're discussing Train to Busan. We'll laugh. We'll argue. You might get a little too into it, but at the end of the day, they're just Korean movies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a zombie sounds I, like. Is there a zombie in here? Yeah. What? <laughs> we're the show that Scrabble ship called So Far So Fun in their five-star <laughs> review because you know why? We are apparently able to argue without hostility. Are we? You know what, Scrabble Ship? You haven't watched the old episodes. I mean, <laughs> there's a couple of <laughs> tense Before ones. I took meds. But even those. <laughs> I mean, the Star Wars ones, yeah. Yeah, we, those we, are get, we get fired up. The Prestige, the yeah. Fountain. There's a few oh, hot, that's hot true. ones. Yep. Now we're. We're cool. We're so we're cool. We're mellow. We're super cool. Chilled out. Next week, Heat. Woo! We didn't even plan that. Let's get hot, hot, hot. We are natural podcasters. <laughs> We're doing Heat. It's a Michael Mann movie from the 90s, Cappuccino and De Niro. It's awesome. But Ca- today... Ca- Cappuccino. Today, it's Train <laughs> to Busan all day. So, David, what are you giving this movie out of 10? Nails the beats of the formula and dips its tone to something more important. 8 out of 10. It's a good movie. Nice. Riley. One of the coolest zombies movies ever. <laughs> One of the zombiest movies ever comes so close to transcending the tropes of the genre. But I guess the track got blocked or something. I really like the movie until like the last third. Seven huh. out of ten. I still like it. It's good. It's a good movie. See, I'm not sit The first 30 minutes I was like, yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Picks up middle. It's a good movie. Good movie. Leaves me ultimately unsatisfied and kind of upset. Go, James. Fine acting. Pretty cool zombies. Characters that exist. <laughs> Train to Busan doesn't do an exceptional job of really anything except inciting me to yell at my TV when the characters act stupid like. Six <laughs> out of ten. Wait, what? Wow. Didn't, didn't really like it. Character, characters change. Meh. But kind of. Eh. Sucks. It's okay. Six out of ten. Wow, I'm surprised. You don't think death is a change? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll caveat this with... Uh, I would not be surprised if I watched a video that was like 50 things you missed in Train to Busan and I missed all 50. <laughs> I don't think that's probably the, the, the experience you would have. I feel like it's a pretty basic movie. There was no part that surprised me, mm. but I think it nails, you know, the fundamentals of a good story and it gives you those. And it's like fun. Like you said, fun zombies. I like that they turn really fast. I lo- yeah. Well, they're, some good, sometimes. they're flippy. And yeah. yeah, I like, I that. like there's some good little world buildings and a couple rules that are set up and paid off and uh, yeah, some good stuff. I agree with that stuff. Six out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty good. I mean, obviously I didn't give it a four. Like I enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm acknowledging it's better than even just a neutral five. That's it's true. on the plus side. There's some things it does well. I just didn't think it was a great film. Fair I think enough. obviously there are reasons why it managed to do well in international markets and not just Korea. Yep. And we are going to talk about all those. Korea is a good film. We're going to talk about all of those. I just after. like Korean after. <laughs> Thanks to Secret Lab for sponsoring today's video. Whether it's business or play, Secret Lab chairs are designed to keep you comfortable for long hours on your butt skin. For Black Friday, they are currently offering up to $300 off select products. The Secret Lab Titan Evo 2022 is shaped to support you while distributing weight evenly and relieving pressure on your butt skin. They come in a variety of upholsteries. There's a style and comfort to suit your needs, no matter what your needs are or the uh, preferences of your butt skin. Plus, they offer a five-year extended warranty and 49-day return policy, so they got your butt in more than one way. Uh, Head to the link in the description and check out Secret Lab today. The theme of this sponsor read is butts. (laughs) I want to tell you guys what happened in the movie. Can I do it? Uh, I guess so. 
When cynical workaholic fund manager Siak Wu misses his daughter Suan's singing recital, he grants her birthday wish to see her mother in Busan. They get on a train, unaware that a sick woman has snuck on board. She turns into a zombie and quickly infects many other passengers. Siak Wu is reluctant to let fellow passengers Sanghua and his pregnant wife Siang Kyung into the survivor's compartment, so Sanghua exclusively refers to him as asshole for the rest of the movie. We'll call him asshole. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The train stops at Daejeon Station, which turns out to be overrun. The survivors retreat back onto the train, becoming separated in the chaos. The asshole, Sangwa, and high school baseball player Yongguk fight and sneak through multiple zombie cars to rescue Suan, Seongkyong, and a homeless man, and then move on to the front train car. <laughs> Front train car. But they're stopped by other passengers, led by a guy I'll call Evil Businessman. Oh, Evil his, Businessman. His He's name, the asshole. His name is Yon Suk, but Evil Businessman. Yon. Who, who can't said, handle that. It's <laughs> Evil Businessman. Who says they might be infected. Sangwa sacrifices himself to delay the zombies, and our heroes force themselves into the front car. But Evil Businessman and, co- and company isolate them in the front vestibule. Elderly woman Jong Gil... Old lady number one. Despairing the loss of her sister, opens the other door and lets the zombies in. Everyone dies, except evil businessman and a train attendant. When a blocked track forces the survivors to leave the train, evil businessman causes the deaths of the attendant, Yongguk, and the conductor who managed to start another train, and he boards the train alone. Trapped under debris, the homeless man sacrifices himself to let Siakwu, the asshole, Suan, and Siangkyong escape onto the moving train. Having been bitten, evil businessman begs for help before turning into a zombie. Uh, asshole throws him off, but is also bitten. He says goodbye to his daughter before stepping off the train. Just like that. Suan and Seongkyong... You mean daughter and pregnant lady? Yep. Stop the train at a blocked tunnel outside Busan. Soldiers, preparing to shoot them, instead rush to help when they hear Suan singing Aloha Oi, the recital song she had learned for her father. And he didn't even show up. You know what? We should probably do this for every movie, not just ones with Korean names that are difficult to pronounce for us. We can do better. That would be funny, though. That would be funny. But the thing... thing, We're talking about Dark Knight. We're just like, uh, makeup guy. Billionaire. Other makeup guy. I feel like it's particularly... (laughs) I feel like it's particularly necessary for zombie movies because... So many people die, and there's mm. like so many different like stereotypes of people involved. Yeah. It's like the shopaholic, yeah. the gun guy. Well, you know? yeah, in the zombie movie, the the characters exist with one trait, and that yes. that one trait will decide if they die or they don't. Exactly. So. That's why this no, is so gun, con- no gun guys though. That's what's no one thing that's guns. interesting about this movie. It's not in America. There's, yeah, there's it's no a guns. zombie movie with no guns. It's actually weird. Does Korea, sweet. Does I like it. South Korea have strict gun laws? I'm assuming. Probably. I don't know. I like that this movie isn't super violent. Like that's such a trope of, you know, Western zombie films is that it's hyper violent. And it was refreshing to be able to not, you know, carry the burden of zombie exploding heads all over the place. I was just like, you know, just in, enjoy the action. And I enjoy that they don't kill that many zombies. They kind of just like move them out of the way. Yeah. It's fun. It's kind of a different vibe. It's kind of what you would have to do. I mean, with that space, they definitely get mauled a lot in this in this yeah. film. But when they're crawling around them or distracting them with their with sound and stuff like that, that's what you want to see. Well, that might be my a fresh take. Favorite part of the movie is when they set up those the stakes really clearly. We have to go from cart nine to thirteen, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have to f- like push our way through four different carts of zombies. And each one kind of they they are learning as they go. They're learning new rules, and they kind of they they tackle them in novel and unique ways. And, and that I, in itself was a turn from what comes previous to the movie. Previously, they're running away from the zombies, yeah. and then they go, oh no, now we have to fight through the zombies. Yeah, and I think the movie does a good job setting up the rules, paying it off. 
Uh, and I think it's 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 clever. The only one I didn't love is when they're crawling through the oh, the, the baggage. baggage. The yeah, because I'm like they're sound based at this point. So like I'm like, well, but this is that would be pretty that, noisy. That was pretty yeah. annoying. I was very upset by some of the rules that this oh. movie seemingly set up and then like ignored or Let's changed. Let's talk about those later, though. We will. Let's talk about what we like. Quick thing on South Korean guns, though. Yeah. You can own guns for hunting or target practice, but they must be stored and registered at local police stations. As it should be. Uh, you know, that's similar to that's something... wild. I always wondered, like, uh, for the argument of, you know, the the sport of, sh- of shooting, mm. like, why can't you just own a gun but just has to stay at the shooting range? Um, anyways, don't want to derail this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, that was just really interesting. <laughs> the, the comment section is already doomed since I just said that. Yeah, yeah. because but, but it is many an of our viewers but it is are a really interesting point because like most Amer- most zombie movies that I've seen are American, and they all involve people getting a hold of guns at some point. Yeah. And this one is just like you, they don't have them. Not so a single one. It makes the whole movie so much more interesting, and I think we've like been desensitized to zombies because they've. It's become less of a horror thing and more just kind of like a fun apocalyptic scenario. Yeah. How would you kill all the zombies? Would you attach a chainsaw to a big stick? Like, Which can be fun in its own right, but yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. this movie, it's nice that it takes it pretty straight-faced, but they are threatening without being like gimmicky. Like right. the zombies are just, they're just zombies and you get them right away. They're, like, yeah. they're fast. They're 28 days later strong They, as you they are. transform very fast. Yeah, they and, turn very and fast. And they're not smart. Like they can't figure out... They can't do problem solving, which sets, you know, the rules pretty but clearly. But the difference with the guns is is a cultural. It's not just the fact that it's a commuter train and why are these people going to work have guns? Because yeah. if this if it was trained to Orlando, <laughs> like if it was trained to any like to New York yeah, to Dallas, there would be people well, on the train with guns. Well, there would the be American concealed re- carry people, there would be a security guard with guns. There I mean, yeah, the the American remake that's in development hell. Oh my are last they- train to New York. <laughs> you just called it. Oh, oh it's, really? Yeah, it's it's like, in development hell. It's in development hell. It got, Thank like, goodness. It got put on given a release date and then the release date got like cancelled or like another movie put moved in that slot. So that's usually a sign that the movie either doesn't exist or that's like, so is way off. I think I heard about that and tweeted about it. I was like, this is so annoying. It's an interesting conceit. I don't think the movie needs to exist again, but it's it's cool to be like to take two comparables, you know, like, okay, it's a zombie movie, but now there's a, a geographical constraint where it's like going to be super linear because they're on the train. Yeah. They can only yeah. do certain things, you know, you, then you get interesting things like how do we, you know, we got to crawl through the baggage. Well, yeah, we need stowing. to do more of that. Like, you know, speed started the like die hard on a bus and then there was like die hard on a cruise ship and then die hard on a thing. We need to get more of that, you know, like, like speed, lo- speed, not on a train. Yeah. It's or just like, die hard. Just die hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like Lord of the Rings on a cruise ship. Oh, yeah. okay. We have that. We'll talk about rings of power at the end <laughs> yeah, of this episode. Yeah. Let's uh, let's continue talking about the good stuff in this movie. The, yeah, the zombies themselves are creepy. Like the how fast they run, how fast they like flip around when they're oh, riding. Yeah. yeah, that's I, all really well done. And I don't even know how they did it. Like it doesn't look sp- like sped up footage. It's just the actors going ape yeah. shit. Apparently, they they took inspiration from some games. I think like Seven Days to Hell and Silent Hill. Like the nurses, the oh, way they're all, yeah. like jerky and stuff. And it, it it's effective. I, I think de- I. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I definitely noticed some. I was gonna say I definitely noticed some special effects when like zombies are like getting up from the floor and it's like how would you even do that with muscles like the right way you know like I was, so there were definitely some times where there were some like maybe speed ramping Hoist, or something hoisted going by on. wires yeah. yeah yeah i really like some of the crowd but it looks physics. great because uh, i think the movie doesn't do the like world war z thing you know where you go super far and there's like a million zombies and they pile yeah. but there's a couple shots where it's like the crowd sort of bulges and it must be a CG yeah, what's thing. What's up with that? It like surges. Yeah, and it's it's cool and effective and you're like, oh fuck. There were some World War Z moments. Yeah. A couple, but they yeah. were never overwhelming and I think no. when they happen, 
it's effective, but it's never distracting. What's the deal with those crowd surges, though? I remember it probably happens two to three times in the movie. And the first couple, I was like, whoa, cool. But then the last one, it's when they're getting chased, when they're on that getaway engine, the final engine. Yeah. And they're getting chased. And then suddenly there's this big, big ball of the zombies. And I just don't know what I'm supposed to think happened there. Like, did one of them trip and the ones was, behind fall on it? It was kind of jarring. It was a little bit visually confusing about what happened. But they I all think sprint there were, at the same time? I think there were, like, two tracks separated by trains, and then the trains stopped, so then these two masses of zombies were chasing it's the like train. convalescence. And com- combined and, like, stumbled over each other and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. I think, yeah, it's like the instinct is to grab stuff, so I think the zombies have grab instinct, and so once they can grab, one person grabs, they can grab onto the next zombie, and, you know, Yeah, just that was kind of cool. Oh, cascades. when they made that, like, raft I like that behind, raft a lot. That was behind, that was cool. It was dumb that it weighed the train down. That was dumb. Because I'm like, the train is built to tow like a million cars behind <laughs> Very it. heavy things. It's but it, I think it's okay when movies do things that if you don't think about, you kind of like instinctually, like, oh yeah, man, a thousand zombies. Yeah, that would totally slow down. I think so. I think for most people, it's not. A I unfortunately had yeah. too many immersion breaking, like that's dumb moments watching mm. this, which we'll get to later. Is there a zombie movie that doesn't have that though? I don't That's know. That's the question I have, but well, yeah, we'll get to that later. The main uh, thing that I really love to see in this one is the very, very, very clear, maybe too clear, I don't know, but I enjoy it, uh, like pl- uh, character arc set up that he's like, I am selfish and, and a workaholic and I don't care about anything but but my, myself, and then over the course of the movie, it's like really just put in your face that... That's bad, and what you should do is is uh, help other people to maybe your own detriment. But the other thing that I really like is the fact that they have the example of the elderly woman uh, and her sister losing her sister, and as like the inverse, and be like, maybe you shouldn't, maybe you should look after yourself. Because like, do you guys notice that? Yeah, kind of. I, I she was the opposite. See, that was an immersion breaking moment for me, where I'm like, this lady's not just gonna let them in. Why She's not? not? Why that seems like a little cruel. It, it makes sense. Like, She's like, we're all going to die anyway. It's more believable that she would sacrifice herself or be willing to euthanize herself, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> you, th- you can't euthanize yourself, but, you know, to be like, screw it. I'm old. My friend just died. I don't want to live in this world. I'm going to kill myself. But for her to be like, I'm going to kill me and everyone else here. No, because she wanted to kill them well, because and, they let her die. Oh, they let her sister die. Oh, 50 and things she was you like, missed and, and trained the son. And then she was angry at her sister because I don't know if they, I didn't catch them Maybe she was talking to the to Sue Ann and said something about like, oh, helping other people before yourself or something. Mm. But uh, the surviving sister said like, oh, I'm so pissed at you for saying like you should look after other people instead well, of just yeah. yourself. That's such bullshit or whatever. And yeah, she was looking at her and angry that they let her die. So then she was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to die too. We're all going to die. So I'm just going to like kill you now. You guys don't deserve to live if yeah. you act like that. I yeah. think that that w- works, but I don't think the movie communicated it super well. I think they could have done it maybe a little bit better job well, communicating her intention, I guess. Because I think me, she said very specifically, like, you were always saying, like, put others before yourself. That's bullshit. Well, that, yeah, I agree. Because there's that scene where uh, the daughter gives up her seat for the other elderly mm-hmm. woman. Like, that kind of is like, you know, when the movie is doing its its after school special level of moral. Yeah, that part was annoying though. They're like they're all marching toward. I guess they're trying to go to the other end of the plane, and they're like, "What if we just like sit down right now and let everybody pass us?" I was like, "What was are you weird. doing?" Yeah, that was not. Well, the they time just needed a break. break. They needed a little rest. I was the zombies so were blocked off at that point. I know, but it was just dumb. Like you're just slow. They're old people. Well, and and asshole and his daughter. 
They also said, said that, right? Daughter, yeah. well, he wanted to make a phone call, right? Because he's still obsessed with. Uh, hold on, I don't want to get. I don't want to get into okay, all good this. Stuff. Right now. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, there was the a Nintendo. Stuff. There was two Nintendo Wii's in this movie. This 2016 movie. And a DS. And that was really weird. Why is there a Nintendo? Wait, why Wii's? was that weird? It's 2016, dude. Wii U's out. Switch is one year away. Nobody bought the Wii. When did they film it, though? I guess <laughs> probably like 2015. I don't well, know. It, it, it characterizes him further as being a cheap ass. That's fair. That's a cheapskate gets the last year's model. Is for, he cheap? I mean, he's I like, don't well, think he's cheap. I'm just, I was joking. Wii's. Mostly joking. <laughs> <laughs> but they're cheap. You released. <laughs> they're four years old. Or the Wii U came out in 2012. Yeah. What? So oh man, out. the Wii U was, was four years that old because the Wii came out when I was in high school. Yeah, man. 2006, I believe. Holy. It's, That's a good question. Ten-year-old console. Yeah, why, why did he get? And That's, it's weird because oh, that it's, his, a really it's weird. his subordinate who's like, he asks, he's like, "What's cool right now? What are kids into? Yeah, what are kids into? Wii's, I guess. Maybe, maybe Korea had a surge of Wii later, or maybe the movie set in. Yeah, we a didn't know this, earlier. but it's actually. It, this movie I don't think takes so. The smartphones, the smartphones are like modern smartphones. Um, this is so unimportant. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, this is more of a nitpick. Why did you bring that up? <laughs> Things I liked. Um. So, yeah, that was one of the things I like, the strong, like, theme, you know, for people who are maybe not tuned into that. I don't know. It was very, very obvious. Uh, and then the other thing I picked up on that I thought was, that I was, like, looking for throughout the film, but I don't know how if it was, like, as, it's definitely not as explicit, but, like, when they find the homeless guy in the bathroom, and he's like, oh, they're all dead, and they think he's crazy, and the rich guy, evil businessman is, like, to the kid, he's like, so you do your grades and stuff or you'll end up like him. And she's like... Bad people. My mom, my mom says bad people say that. I love and that. he's like, well, she probably didn't have very good grades, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, class commentary going on here. We're in a train. We're moving to the front. It's yeah. Snowpiercer part two yeah. or three, part one. I forget which came first. Also by a Korean, Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. Directed. They love well, movies class, about class, trains. Well, class commentary is a big thing in Korean. Like, even think, oh, yeah. pa- like, we covered Parasite. Speaking of Parasite, this movie, every character introduced, either, like, they were in Parasite or they were in Squid, Squid Game. Game. Yeah. Or Eternals, as it turns out. Wait, yeah. what? Every actor in this? The baseball player is the brother in and the Parasite. main character is in Squid Game, yeah. is he not? Yeah, he's the, the businessman who kind of first tricks the who, protagonist. Who, like, p- plays the game with you, yeah. like, where you sl- slap oh, the paper yeah. down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is a very fun game. I haven't played it. I got, I got to play it. At a Squid Game Samsung event. <laughs> oh it was really fun. fun. That's really fun. Um, I, I like the theme. I think it's pretty heavy-handed, but there's moments where I think it's better told. I really like the symmetry of the zombies reaching into the cart. and they're, they're When they're in cart 13 and they're trying to get into 15, but it's blocked, and the zombies are trying to fight and they're holding them off, and there's that shot of the arm reaching through, but then when they finally break through and they're trying to get into the uh, headcans, yeah. it's a kind of a matching shot of one arm reaching through. I think that's an interesting thing where it's like you're always like looking down on like the other class and like yeah, to, that was definitely... to the safe cart, you are the monsters. You're the, Anything from the outside is, an, is a right, danger. Right, right, right. So I mean, that was like a good little visual telling of this theme. Yeah, even, even if the class commentary angle wasn't as strong, I feel like they definitely... Uh, made you think about like tribalism and like in group out group stuff. Yeah. Uh, you think that homeless they... guy is a zombie? That's how bad it is. Mm-hmm. At yeah. the very beginning, right? Yeah, I like what they try to do with the, the homeless man. I think like it's a good little thing they they tried to do. When, you know, like your expectations of him, and then he has this heroic moment at the end. I don't think they develop him enough. 
No, that's really. I, I almost like there are a, a number of characters that I'm like, do I put them in the synopsis because they kind of like are there and they kind of set something up, but then they, the pregnant really. lady needs a lot more, especially the yeah. relationship because of the way the movie ends. Yeah, it, she needs to be a way. We have no idea really how she relates to the daughter. Yeah, I think we can all agree Sanghua is the best asshole. No, no, no the, Eternals guy, Eternals guy, he's sick. Yeah, that and guy. you're just yeah. And, and you know, as soon as he's introduced, you're like. I like him way too much. He's not going to make it, but that doesn't matter because every moment he fights, you're like, fuck yeah. 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 He rules. And he also brings some of the only comic relief in the movie. Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of laughs in this I movie. I love but. his relationship with his, his wife. They're all kind of, they're always like teasing each other. And yeah. She's like punching him for like being an idiot. And stuff. I like too, that he has a little bit of dimension. Like he's not just like a pure paragon of patience and kindness. Mm. Like he, he has pushback for uh suck Oh yeah. And he like, he he says those mean things in the bathroom or whatever. He's like, "Oh, like you're you're an asshole." And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I even like that moment. I, it was confusing when uh, when Sukwu closed the door on them. I was like, "Oh, he's really gonna do that?" And he like isn't gonna open it, but he does. Thank goodness. Well, that's because uh, he's an asshole, and then he turns into not an asshole. But it seemed like you know, I, I get yes, yeah, yeah. it kind of makes sense. Like you should probably just close that door as soon as you get through it, and then judiciously open and close it for whoever approaches. Mm-hmm. You don't know. If someone's running behind you has been bitten or not yeah you he don't just, know i right? think ostensibly it was because he thought they might be bitten but yeah. then it was kind of like maybe he was gonna leave it shut until the people behind him were like they're fine let him through and he's like uh, well it's kind of annoying peer pressure got the, to no, the, the, the communication in this movie is annoying right especially that big scene where they're like uh where they they get shunned from the group and they have to leave the car they say we don't know if you're bit or whatever just check them. It's like, <laughs> there's so many solutions. They didn't talk about any of them. Yeah. And even like the, the business guy being like, look at his eyes. He's infected. It's like, huh? <laughs> like they have like these pale blue yeah, eyes. It takes they're like infected. 20 seconds for <laughs> them to turn. Like the longer we have this conversation, the higher yeah. confidence that I'm I not infected. I'm willing to forgive some of the uh, like ridiculous behavior of people in this movie because you know, you're panicked. You're in like a yeah. like life or death. But when situation. it's been like seven hours already, it's like, okay, this is the safe car. The next car over, that's the quarantine car where we're not sure you have to hang out there for two hours. Yeah. And then the car after that is like where we have the, our line, our front line, yeah. you know, like just like organize. Well, I think it, they, they were organized and they had cordoned off the zombies in the back of the train on the first train yep. trip and then they stopped at the station they got off all the military people are infected so they all run back and now they're all in different cars all over the place and i think it, so it also like to me helps communicate get that i'm sorry <laughs> uh the i think it also helps to communicate the, the idea of like when you are being logical there is enough resources there's enough safety to go around but as soon as you're focused on just yourself there's not enough and that's right. what you want in a zombie movie you want yeah. the human the most dangerous thing is always the other humans yes. right yes and I love that. I think the that, Walking Dead. God, I hate that show. Oh. Well, the show the show turned into. I never liked it. Into whatever. First season was like okay until the finale, and you're like, what? First season was good. Yeah. Second season was boring as fuck. Eh. Third season, I think it got it got good, good a little again. Bit. Yeah. That I think that's when I stopped watching. I heard. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good move. Right after it got good. <laughs> um, this is too good. I'm no. gonna leave it here. <laughs> but I mean, it, I only watch trash. Okay. <laughs> I said that because the the meme with 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 the Walking Dead or uh, maybe that Robert Kirkman has said that the title refers to the humans. humans the They're the Walking Dead, not the zombies. Yeah, and that, that, is, are, that is essential in good zombie media. Is that zombies serve to uh, push humans to the brink and then you know reveal something about our nature. Right. 
And I think this movie does kind of try to do that. <laughs> I don't think it really reveals something super insightful about humanity. No. I mean, well, I mean, it definitely tries to do that. Like, even just the, the fact that they know they're arriving in this next city and the guy's like, okay, well, I'm going to try to get a leg up. Like, all the populace yeah. are going left. I'm going to try to go right. Um, that's the total thing. Nepotism and any kind of uh, leveraging relationships you have. That's fair. People to- there was this old racist guy at a gym that I used to go to. I don't know why he started talking to me. We got to the point where he would talk every time he saw me in like the change room or something, he'd start talking to me. I forget what kind of accent he had, but he used to always say to me, uh, he did this again and again to the point I had to eventually just like not talk to him anymore. But uh, it grew into like all this multiculturalism and diversity. This means nothing. And shit, it's the fan. It's going to be Asians with Asians and whites with whites and everyone will just divide. And, and uh, it was a very... Um, not cool. Not, v- not, not image, very Canadian. But actually, rings true. I believe that's well, that's sure. probably true. Like if if, 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 if there's a killed. zombie situation or a nuclear holocaust, there's complete chaos. You're just gonna go like, I know you, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm right. gonna I'm, yeah, fuck everyone else. Like pointy yeah. stick. Ah! Racial thing aside, people are going to like look out Segment. for them and their yeah, own, and that's sure. it. Hundred yeah. percent. If yeah. someone else had spo- speaks a different language or something, you're yeah, not gonna yeah. screw with that. Trying to get yeah. past the We're language not barrier. Make diplomatic relations with other countries, right. but I don't think that it'll be a necessarily like within countries that have multiculturalism. I don't think it'll necessarily be divided on, among. Yeah, that's lines. what I was well, saying. Well, I'm not gonna die on another guy's hill. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say. But, but yeah, I mean, so I appreciated that. That the movie, I mean, do you guys? But think I will it was say this. Actually, explicit? hold on a second. I will say this. It, dep- it depends on the nature of the conflict. If mm-hmm. it was like a war with China, I could definitely see a lot of not Chinese, even Canadians, being like, "Well, sure." Well, I'm, I'm sure that there's precedent for that even in the the last war with the Japanese internment. It's just like everyone's a suspect. We well, don't know. But I think who's <sighs> a double agent? We're talking about zombies, though. Let's 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 talk about zombies. Okay. If, if you're having a war. With a country made up of predominantly a different people group than you. But what if you're Yes, having, you're going to alienate them and you're going to come up with little slurs. But what if you have war with a country that's predominantly made up of zombies? Then. Oh, zombie land. It's a perfect, perfect diverse utopia. Everybody so it makes, Anyways, <laughs> all this to say it makes sense that he's going to call the one guy he knows in the town and then try to, try to get a leg I really out. like that scene when he's like everyone's going to like where the quarantine center is and he goes to the side. And then the homeless guy follows him, and I like that that tension of yeah, that he's scene. Like, oh, where he's like, screwing it up. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing with me? He's like, Well, I'm gonna follow you. You seem to know something. Yeah, and yeah. then his daughter is trying to go like Titanic route, which, by the way, I want to cover Titanic. <laughs> but she's she's going the way of like get as many people in the lifeboats as possible. But she's kind of naive, and it's like, well, that's not how the lifeboat kind of works. Like I'm trying to like. I can only like get in and get snuck in into and get well, whatever yeah, she, extra access I can if there's two only two of us. Yeah, if, like that's how favors work. Well, she didn't know that he had like military friends who were supposed to pick him up or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. they can't pick everybody up, obviously. Yeah, stupid but, kid. Yeah, so dumb to be did, moral. Did you guys grasp uh, the involvement that his company had? With the zombie thing, because like, there's clearly like a, an implication that his company is involved in, yeah, or like responsible for the zombies. I think they're just investors, right? So they oh, they, yeah. they gave money to that that company, some researcher. Guess. Yeah, company, I think sure. it's implied that yeah they were like it's financially weird, though, involved in some because they mentioned this other company called like Anson Tech, and then they that is not the biotech company; hmm. it's some other company. So I, I, I don't just know completely why. gave up in trying to track that uh, subplot. Cause yeah. I'm like, okay, he's been, he's maybe he's involved in some way, but like, it's not like 
It didn't seem direct. It's not a. It's not like a well developed. Um, yeah. Criticism or or you know, it, it's just surface level. Like, huh? Are they responsible? Is capitalism responsible for something right, like this? Right. I mean, yeah. I guess they didn't do their due diligence, and shit happens. Yeah. I I Wuhan, appreciated who knows? the I appreciated the presence of evil businessman. What? That was a little coronavirus joke Wuhan? there. Oh, oh. Train to train to Wuhan. Oh, oh that's God. too easy. Don't take that one in 2020. That is too easy. Oh, See you later. God. Uh, <laughs> 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 I appreciated the presence of evil businessman as like a super super obvious foil to yeah. uh, Wu. Uh, that's asshole. A- asshole. He's more uh, of a foil to his daughter, honestly. What are you talking about? All right, go ahead. He's like a future. Yeah, he's a future that image a of Siakwu. Huh? Yeah, I agree with you. Who's a foil to the daughter? Oh. What do you mean by foil? Opposite of? A, a, a character who is meant to uh, contrast and compare with the protagonist. Like, he's not the opposite. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the movie, Siakwu, uh, you know, sacrifices or uh, nearly sacrifices himself for other people multiple times. You know, he tries to help. He, he goes from not caring about other people and only caring about himself to actively. To caring about other people and trying to save other yeah. people, even if it means putting himself in danger. Yeah. And that's his arc. Whereas the evil businessman just stays static. He's selfish the entire time. So by the end of the movie, he's a foil. So I don't know if that's technically yeah. a literary Sorry, foil. Basically, if you don't change, this is your fate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even like the final showdown, I think, is a good example of that, where un- until he's turned, he's like, he's asking for help. Yeah. He's like, he's like, bring me to my mom. Bring me to my mom. Right. And it's and like, why would I, why would I help you? Why would anyone right. help you? Whereas Sakhu, like, as he's turning, jumps off the train yeah. in like a money shot. I love that. That's a classy suicide shot. Oh, the shadow. The shadow. Big fan. That was good. That was good. It was good. I, I, was I watched that and I was like, that's a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cheap, effective shot. I yep. was I was super annoyed at that point, I think. Oh, 100%. I was and yelling at my like TV. And just like sad and just like really, really, really sad. Why? I think the first time I watched this movie without a child, I was like, this is kind of a sad movie. You know, it's like. But it's a zombie movie. They're all sad. Yeah. But this time when he was saying goodbye to his Ooh. kid, like, okay, not look, we have two dads, two dads sacrificing themselves to save other people. Why do you think so that dad like, and dead are only one letter uh, off? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought, I thought it was like heavy handed and also just unnecessary because I was like, we got it, like we got the bleak nature of this the first time, and now you're just gonna instead of giving us this like sort of good feeling at the end, like if they if this if they three survived, I would be like, whoa, that was a ride. A lot of people died, a lot of death. I'm thinking about uh, society and and life and death and all this stuff. And they survived. I'd be like, Whew, all that that was tough, but at least we got this mm-hmm. survival story. But now it's like. We followed him the whole time, and not only did he not get rewarded for changing himself. He didn't. He didn't complete his arc. That's why. What do you mean? He did. What selfless act did he do? He sacrificed himself uh, to stop the businessman from killing him. I think multiple multiple times he would would put... The, he would prioritize helping others like he would go yeah. back and help them instead of going from closing the door to like going back and helping people get up and stuff yeah, the yeah. whole movie at the beginning when he's you know showing the the flaws that he has the things that need changing he's prioritizing the health and safety of himself and daughter yes right me and my daughter are going to go this way and my buddy's going to help us out then 
he realizes that he needs to be selfless and he oscillates between, you know, like in every good movie, you oscillate between like your essential self and like the, um, the shittiness self. And so you see he, the, the first thing he does that's selfless is he doesn't have to, but he helps the homeless guy. Mm-hmm. to get off the train yep. uh, and that's when the homeless guy like, steps on the can yep. so that's him going towards right. the selflessness the good yep. but I would argue that at the end when they're on that engine he doesn't do a selfless no, act no 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 I, I, I'm totally on board with you there. all he does is once again try to help himself and his daughter yeah, yeah, he's who he's trying been trying to, to help his... the whole time a selfless act would be like if he saved the whole train load of people including assholes uh, by sacrificing himself which he doesn't do and there and I guess that's why it's a tragedy and I, that's why I he mean, dies even there would though, be hard to differentiate because if his daughter was there he'd be saving her too so maybe he yeah. only cares about her I think I would argue that the arc is complete it's just finished really early like he he, he arrives at the point of being willing to sacrifice for others way too early he doesn't yeah. oscillate as much as he probably should in yes. the way that you're saying because you never really see him after he's decided to start helping people not. Yeah, help you people. just you just see him just kind of start to do it. Yeah, and if if it wasn't if that theme of like help others wasn't being like so being beat, you were be if you weren't being beat with it so heavily with uh, in the rest of the movie, then you maybe wouldn't like think of that as mm-hmm. the main arc. But uh, it is, and yeah. he yeah completes it. Early. I think you know what would have been a good completion is if he had to die. In order to save his daughter, the pregnant lady, and pregnant lady's husband, mm. he didn't die. Yeah, it, because then you've got two able-bodied men who probably that guy could have done whatever yeah. asshole is going to do. Yeah. But if asshole's like, no, you've go. got a kid on the way. That kid needs a father. I've already failed as a father to my daughter. She wants to be with her mom. You promised me to get my daughter to her mom. Yeah, I'll do this. Actually, that would have been a way better ending. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, so it is a bit unsatisfying. Yeah, and also, I, so I was saying, like after having a kid that scene where he's saying goodbye to her and it like cuts down to her hand like grabbing his sleeve i'm like mclean does that oh. when he doesn't want me to leave i was just went to jujitsu mode i was like you can break that grip <laughs> <laughs> get off child no. no i agree i think if he had to make a moral decision at the end because he doesn't like pretty early into this movie they stop having to make moral decisions you know they kind of mm. just do they just kind of act yeah that's not that's not as interesting. I think the movie's missing a dimension in its third act. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. I like the emotion of it. Man, that girl can cry. Oof. Yeah, the heartbreaking she was doing cry. The, I know the daughter or the yeah, pregnant lady. The daughter. Oh the, yeah, it was okay. I, I, I didn't think she was a great actor. She was oh, okay. Man, so the daughter, yeah, buddy. honestly, it's just that whole scene just made me feel so shitty. She was a good child actor, and yeah, to your I, point about I like I stopped enjoying the movie because that was so <laughs> like uh, shitty. Feeling. About how um, watching things is different when you have your own kid it's yeah. so crazy how different it is yeah, like i was really watching is. a michael bay movie that we'll talk about in the now playing section mm. where within the first 50 minutes of the movie i was holding back tears just because there was like like a six-year-old who could die it was a, not even a character it was just to set up a different character and i was just <laughs> yeah. like whoa imagine that was my daughter yeah. oh my god because i have a daughter like yeah. it's crazy. just so much better to, for empathy it's kind of annoying honestly yeah I wish I could not just watch turn that off while not being as emotional. Just turn it back to 25 year old yeah. version of you going, ah, <laughs> LOL, six year old fucking ganked. Yeah, get good. <laughs> no body never had a chance. Yeah. I, uh, I feel like the third act isn't an escalation in a way I'd want it to be. You know, like mm. the villain is set up as absolutely despicable, gets no redemption, but he doesn't die as satisfyingly as I'd want him to die. You know, I, I was saying, I'm like, I think I, these are the words I, I I described. He needs to be at least 
bit on his asshole by a zombie. It has to be at least that bad. And it's like you don't on even his see asshole? him. You don't even see him get bit. And he just kind of like is turning and it's well, sort of like. Well, this is the thing. And right, I feel wait. like uh, when I attack this, I almost have to go into the nitpick section because now I want to move into everything that I hate. Mm. And it's like, it's one of those movies where almost everything I wrote down is a nitpick. So it's like, is there even a nitpick section or is the whole podcast <laughs> nitpicks? Um, but I was so annoyed. I'll, when we go to nitpicks, I'll talk about all the different times where I was yelling at the TV, but I was <laughs> really pissed off because this is the culmination, the climax. He, they're on that freaking engine. They open the door. There's the asshole, not the, not uh, main character asshole, evil business, evil business asshole, <laughs> and he is in the process of becoming a zombie. And obviously, the thing to do is to kill him right as now. soon as you can. Yeah. He's going to get more aggressive and more dangerous. And to your point, it would be more satisfying if you killed him early, because then he's not just like an. A, you know, a zombie animal that you're killing. He's, he's still that fucking yeah, asshole that screwed us over the whole time. You, you push him, him under feel, the tracks or something. Yeah, you want to. You want him to feel the defeat. Yeah. yeah, you could defeat him, and it would. You have that Schadenfreude of like, ha, asshole deserved it no. when you're doing a horrible thing to a person, and you get away with it because they're about to be a zombie anyway. Yeah. So it would have been sweet if you just take him when he's begging for his life and his mom and his eyes are turning blue and just be like not today motherfucker tied him up to that chain kicked him off yeah. and then he turns into a zombie as he's dangling from the chain he's bounced off the tracks oh, and just yeah. gets totally blown up and vaporized <laughs> like fuck yeah that would be, that's how he needed to die that would yeah. be so much better I agree wow James boom on a roll yeah. today you should make a Korean zombie movie I should make yeah. a remake last train in New York <laughs> <laughs> that's why that movie exists someone else was like, like this I, could be better yeah even that final grappling sequence is just like frustrating he's like okay yeah obviously he's gonna get bit or whatever and it's gonna happen but like it's just lame it's what's just the deal with so the chain good. he ties himself to the chain and then he's holding the dude I'm like well that's perfect he can jump off while holding evil business zombie jump off and then everyone's safe and you know, but then he doesn't. He just undoes the chain and well, stays he on say, the engine. You need to say bye. He can't just jump off and. You be can't like, say bye, dangling. Bye, daughter. <laughs> See you later. See you later. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> um, yeah, that man. That scene was so frustrating because I was like, he's he's a zombie. Get him out of there. And also, I thought like, uh, what's his name? Asshole seemed like in way better shape than evil businessman. Yeah. So I'm like, you can probably just grab him and throw him off. Well, it's frustrating, ah. too, because there's the hole in the, the line that he will eventually throw him off. And I could see it in the shot as he was slowly approaching. Yeah. And they could have, yeah, they could have just like, you know. Yeah, so then they're like. Oh, let me help you. Oh, and, <laughs> and also, they go back and forth like three times. So like, he, uh, the guy's attacking asshole and he's fighting him off. And then he turns around and goes after the daughter and so, uh, and, and the pregnant mom and uh, then he's like, oh, no, stop that. And then he flips back around and attacks him again. I'm just like, this is taking way too long mm-hmm. for the lamest fight of the movie. Well, and also, like, as soon as they're fighting, I was like, pregnant lady, I know you're pregnant, but, like, grab something. Yeah, like, Swing stomp it. his head. Like, well, he, he was on okay, the... Okay, I'm hitting the button. Nitpicks. <laughs> I just love it. I ruin it every time. First time listeners, I never heard it. Um, okay, why, when they get off the train and they're running around the train yard to get to the next engine, why don't they have any weapons at that point? There's yeah. no baseball bats. Did they get the weapons taken when they were excommunicated to the vestibule? I found that frustrating the whole movie. I'm like, they need to be finding things to swing. There is yeah. an entire baseball team's worth of bats, and they just they didn't even keep one. When I, I, a, I really or go ahead. No, I really enjoy when when uh, 
uh, what's the character's name? The baseball player finds yeah. his bag with all the wraps in it, and they start yeah. like wrapping up, you know, gearing up, You're but like, not their necks. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I think you could have done a little bit more. This is what's so this. frustrating to me Wrap about up this. the damn neck. Yeah. yeah, I hate this when a movie. I wrote, I'm like, is it more frustrating when a movie? like doesn't do stuff like that and it's just like we're just surviving we're just trying to you know like we just got to run you know yeah. and it's and and they're not really trying to like fight back per se or is it is that more frustrating or is it more frustrating when they do stuff like this where they're like all right let's prepare and they're doing things that sort of make sense but then they leave out something so that's obvious. more frustrating 100 it's like it's like Okay, you wrapped your arms up in duct tape. You left your hands. Yeah, it's a baseball team. They empty. have baseball gloves. No, no neck. <laughs> like, not he, the, he was the wearing gloves. He was wearing a a blazer. He was wearing a jacket. He took the jacket off, so now your upper arms are exposed. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. And that, and so I wrote down. I was like, okay, you know what? This is annoying, but if I can just like. Because he's punching zombies in the face and stuff, which always bugs me. Because so I'm like, you are punching the boniest part. Yeah, you're gonna per- get a like cut on your hand. Teeth and shit. Like, okay, but let's just let's just pretend. Let's just pretend that he's not. He's you can punch zombies and these zombies look pretty fragile. Honestly. Sure, sure, sure. But like, but like, let's do some movie uh, f- magic. Forget forgetting and just like pretend that you can't get infected from punching zombies in the face. You know? Okay, okay, fine. You know, I it, it's fine after that. But then that's how he dies. That's how multiple characters die from bites to the hand. I'm like, okay, so if we're going to do this, then the movie has to... So, like, it was so frustrating because I'm like, set up some logic for yourself and then follow the logic. It's way worse. Uh, It's way, way worse. Because if they're just running around with no protection, you go, why didn't they do that? Well, I guess they didn't have the equipment to do that. And then the movie gives you the equipment and they use it stupidly. That's awful. I would have wrapped up my neck before my arms probably everyone we saw get bit to that point was just like getting, vampi- the neck right getting away. vampired yeah and like a neck is weird and round and shit i feel like that's if you taped it the tape would go farther on the neck yeah like i think it would help more yeah Be more protective to a neck than it would to an arm arm is just like mouth shaped just then, going right on there maybe they might yeah. maybe they might have uh, batman suit syndrome where they can't turn i might have even taped up my whole hands so sticky hands well, that's what sucks. i was surprised is that i thought they were wrapping their hands you know like be fighters and punch yeah. and like, they get a little protection from you know punching the mouth and then kind of killing yourself by hitting their teeth now that said that scene where they wrap themselves up and then go on like take on the zombie car that's a that's a cool scene it's a cool fight scene it's a really yeah it was okay the i was kind of good. frustrated by it i thought that I didn't like their fighting strategy, and I I thought, okay, I'll give them to they get through this car, and then they can iterate. They go, you know what I think we should do? This strategy. Yeah. A- and but they didn't because it's clear that like, like they just weren't working together well. The one guy with the shield should be at the front, and the other like you know just pushing in them, and then the other guy just bats heads all day. But they didn't do that. Yeah. They had the shield guy punching people, and the other puncher at the front, and the guy with the bat was at the back, just, like, fighting his own battles, and it was just stupid. From, a tactics, from a tactics perspective, it was it was kind of frustrating, but I, I appreciated the part where uh, Sangwa is like, all right, I'll take up the front, then bat guy, and then asshole, you can be at the back because you only care about yourself. And I was like, okay, so there's a thematic thing here. That kind of works. But then they gave them tools not that don't really work with them. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, oh, they, that's yeah, what they, they said, but they that's not what formation. they had. Yeah. 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 But I like to, you know, but I, I think like pretty that. quick they move on from, you know, trying to straight up fight and then they start using their brain. Like I like when he has the two phones, you know, and he, they, they crawl up into the middle and they, they call a phone. That was a nitpick for me too. Really? That's a because nitpick they, for me. They go from point A, they move to point B, they throw the phone back to point A. It's mm-hmm. like, why don't you just leave it there? 
Why do you have to throw it? That's a good point. You started there. Just leave your fucking phone there. Walk to where you want to go. Call your phone that you just left there. <laughs> that's a good point. It's not I even. even think it's about not that. even more dramatic. Like, because that's I said this out loud. I'm usually dictating. My sister having to be watching with me. She's like, well, maybe it's because it's like just more epic to throw your phone over there. But I can imagine lots of camera shots where. <laughs> His phone's left there. It, like I, you could do I, that with impact. You could still be like, I "Oh, he left his phone there, sick!" I think you could an, still pull that off cinematically. I would agree with your sister, where I think it's easier to get a cool shot, you know, from the angle of the phone sliding in than trying to do like, you know, a time round like onto the phone. So I think it's, I guess that would be the defense I would give it. But I agreed logically they should have just left a phone. What if you broke it when yeah. he threw it? It just yeah, exactly. never rang. Yeah. I don't know. Nope. That was, that was annoying to me, me because I'm like, wait, you're probably going to need your phone. And then he just like threw the guy's phone away. Yeah, not even his. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like, give me your phone. Give me your phone. And you like, don't need this. Yeah, you're not going to have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was, should have been, we should have recognized that as a movie telling us he's going to die. Um, <laughs> the jackets you're talking about. So you, you kind of changed my view here. You're saying you, if you had a little blazer like that, you'd keep it on. Of course. So mild bite protection. Yeah, I guess better than nothing. You I keep on everything you can. I just kept thinking because like, they might so even hot. be able to bite through take something. those damn jackets off. You would be so hot, well, and they, ev- hot, they eventually did take them off. Is it better to be sweaty? Same or with dead? the bloody hands and bloody face, especially when he's like that. The scene where he, his hand is trying to grab his little child's finger, and his hand is all bloody, and her little innocent fingers. And that's a nice shot, I guess. But I was just like, wash your fucking hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> what if it's blood? Like, what if you just need blood in an existing cut, and you get a zombie? This is, and then fi- ten minutes later, he finally does wash his hands. I was like. This is what's so <laughs> frustrating to me about zombie Have movies. Have water. So, so often zombie movies act as if the only way you can get infected is by a zombie literally biting you. And I'm like, okay, but everybody has little... Like, if, if blood gets into the, your fingernail bed, It's about viral load, Riley. Yeah, I, I don't so. know. Honestly, I was wondering that because when he's washing his hands, you see all these abrasions and stuff. Yeah. They even do so many close-ups that you start to wonder if he is infected. I feel like that's pretty world-building nitpicky where it's like, that's just the real zombie. It's zombie saliva. It's not just like... No, it's blood. Is there blood? When did they say that? Zombie cum. It's in fluids. If it's in saliva, it's in your blood. No, but I'm saying that like... You can get what, it from anal sex. What about a weird z- zombie virus like can't exists on only saliva you know like i don't know fucking i think i've just like any any zombie movie that acts as if you can only turn into a zombie from actually being bitten is is stupid because it's like that's not how anything works it's not like there are any diseases vampires in real life vampires work like that right but vampires are like magic so are zombies no, they're not. These are, this is a, this is a, there are magic zombies. You don't, you don't know anything about what happens These in aren't this. magic zombies. You they, don't know that. It gets out they of the biotech. They nothing <laughs> about yeah, this they universe. Do. They take it, they say it's a biotech bio leak. Yeah. A great example of this, you know, you can get infected from anywhere thing is in 28 days later, I'm not sure whether it's in that or 28 weeks later, but the characters are walking under a bridge. There's a zombie crow perched there and a drop of blood falls from the crow just as a character looks up, the drop of blood goes into his eye and he turns. And if you think that is unrealistic, people get hit by bird poo all the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I love I love zombie movies as like an opportunity to explore this, you know, what if scenarios. Okay, if there are zombies and they have something in their blood and why, how would you protect from that? Like I, I, I appreciate these movies as movies. I also appreciate them sort of as like thought exercises about what if in this scenario. You does know? does rabies transfer on by only like what would you get rabies if you got infected blood on you? On you in a cut, yeah. Well, in a cut. In a cut, yeah. Would you? In a cut, For yeah. Sure. It's you think it's just in saliva? No, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm. I will say I think that's really neat as a as a sequence, but I don't think it's super important to have believability. No, it's important to have believability. Realism isn't super important in a zombie movie. Well, this it's is a why, zombie movie. This is why I, I contrasted earlier, though, between movies that try to set up a system and don't try to set up a system. Mm. If you're just saying, all right, we're not going to really think about the logistics and the lore and like how this mechanics work or then whatever. Don't just, then, then don't show people suiting up. Then don't show people like specifically trying to address. Okay, what about this example? Because this pulled me out a bit as being stupid. It was almost like patient zero, patient one on the train when um, the original patient zero is, is biting this other lady. Eventually that lady like emerges from the initial conflict and then she's like running down the aisle with patient zero zombie riding like a piggyback like still biting her in like a piggyback and she's running down the down the aisles and i was just like that's so stupid that would never happen that's not how conflicts happen they always like go to the ground she'd be like fetal on the ground getting bit it's a good visual but it's just I don't know. Pulled me out a bit because sure. I just thought it was a little that unrealistic. That pulled me out too, because yeah. especially because people were like, "Oh, what's going on?" It's like they're bloody. Everything. Like it's I, like, yeah, it's hard to do zombie movies where you know people aren't aware of what zombies are. Yeah, and it's always a t- fine line where you can't really have characters be like, "Oh my god, zombies!" But you, you need have, someone to be like, "This is some zombie shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I love I think it works better to do zombie stuff almost as like a postmodern take like I think Shaun of the Dead does it really well or even the episode in Community where they all get infected by zombies is great because as soon as Troy and Abed see zombies they're like zombies or like yeah, there's a yeah, scene yeah. where Troy's character sorry mild spoilers for a 10 year old Community episode Troy is like I'm gonna defeat the zombies with the power of friendship and he's had his character arc where he learns that it's okay to be a kid or like be childish and enjoy stuff and he's suited up in his his uh, alien loader outfit again and he's like made of PVC pipes he's like yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna defeat them by the power of friendship and he like goes in and the music comes in and he's like goes but as soon as he steps in the zombies just grab him and bite him and he's, like, he's like why did I think this would work and it's like that's good because you can kind of make it played off as comedy but to do straight face zombies it's so hard in a world where we've all consumed so much yeah. we all have like our own scenarios in our head. I accept like when movies like do, do it like this, where no one knows what a zombie is. Yeah. And so everyone's like, Oh, they're somehow reanimated. I don't know what to call. We don't have a word for this. It's like, I'm like, Oh, I'm okay with that. I found it frustrating. It's hard, but once you, did that happen in this movie? Once you do that leap, then you're like, "Eh, well, no one says zombie. Everyone acts as if they've never seen anything like this before. The thing that got me and I think didn't make my eyes roll, but just pulls me out is the newscasting, you know, like violent riots and, I'm like that's. I don't think that's how the news would report it, but maybe maybe they would. Yeah. Yeah. There's people going crazy or something, mass hysteria or something. Yeah, like that. something. But one thing that is believable, um, I'm not going to call this a hit pick, but it's believable <laughs> that like on the train, a lot of this action's going down, and, and people are just kind of staying in their seats because they're just yeah. like, I'm not getting involved. Actually, they look up at the train platform and they see a line of people. They can see there's like altercation between two people, but then a bunch of people just like in a circle yeah. around them. Yeah, like I'm not getting involved in that. I'm not throwing a punch or helping you. Yeah. Um, especially the culture, Korean culture, I understand it is more deferential too. Right. To just being like, oh, just be respectful and stay back mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, don't. So that, that aspect of it seemed very believable. I liked I like some of those moments for sure. I think the movie doesn't nail the like, you know, Z Day montage, you know, that the that every big zombie thing has where it's like this is like how it happens, you know, how people come aware. I didn't feel like the rising tension in a real way. Right. 
but they uh, have it a bit when they're communicating with other stations it just comes over the intercom like oh we can't stop here yeah i thought that was good i guess it's hard they keep it small yeah i i i think the gold standard of zombie stuff is the last of us i think that like it superseded any you know traditional Mm. movie or tv show and i think that the way they do their like really thrilling exciting and emotional z-day moment well has is is hard to top and i think this does not come close i'd have to agree Last of Us is like top tier, S tier zombie. Content. We'll see the show. It's coming out next year. Nitpick. Nah, I'm not excited. When for that. the homeless guy is in the bathroom, and they get a little subversion there. You think you're going to see the woman getting bit, but yeah, it's, I like it's that. the homeless guy instead. That's cool. And adults are talking. You know, it's uh, asshole businessman is there, and then the trained employee is there, and they're talking about it, and they're witnessing this homeless guy. And then the kid just like walks into their conversation, just walks right in front of them, is like partially in the bathroom. I'm just like. How are they not smacking this kid out the, of the... Get yeah, the hell yeah, out yeah. of here, kid. And then the, the businessman, like, ruffles her hair and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, what That the? might be a cultural difference, yeah, maybe. maybe. I think it was just I was like, movie. you were touching yeah. this child you don't know way too much. Really convenience. Related to that first uh, zombie, I th- huge nitpick when the, the, the train staff just, like, doesn't notice them getting on the train. I thought that was really stupid. Yeah. He's, like, looking... He, like... Is looking the right yeah, way, looks the yeah, other yeah. way. They kind of like run Someone on. Someone just sprints by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially was that a flaily sprinter yeah. person? Yeah. And I think they like make she, a big noise. You would see too. her running from a ways yeah. away. You know, like. Yeah, I thought that was silly. Uh, <laughs> I'm the worst of my job. <laughs> big nitpick is the the opening I thought was interesting. You know, like with the dummy doing the thing and then almost like the people are dressed like the dummy because it's like they're walking them through. But it almost tells a story of you know how people are seen as, you know, inanimate objects people aren't don't have value mm-hmm. i'm sure yeah that's reading into it a bit but the i didn't really get the point of like you know hitting the deer yeah it's like what a fucking stupid trope and then like they just want to show a zombie earlier in the film i guess then they're gonna go home and see some family life for a bit so they just want to set yeah. a little tone I, know, I, just, I just thought that that beginning scene was like you can do so much more with it and they don't accomplish much and it's not a I don't know I, just I thought the same thing I, I wrote down like I don't know if it's just because I've seen a, a million zombie movies or not but that, that truck scene with the deer and then um, asshole reading the article about all the fish dying yeah and he's going oh, and like and on second thought I was like okay is that because that's related to one of his stocks or something and so or one of their ventures uh, or maybe, maybe but like it seemed it seemed just kind of like Oh, some crazy shits going on out there in the world. Of uh, hopefully nothing fucked up happens. <laughs> I don't know. Also, do farmers in Korea regularly leave roadkill in the middle of the road? He just hits that deer and doesn't drag it to the side or anything. He well, just looks at it and goes, "Oh, this is, today sucks," and then he drives away. I don't know. That that seemed okay with me because it was like, okay, it's a quarantine zone, so he's probably like, no one's gonna. Like very few people are coming by here, or and maybe also, I don't want to touch if it's also, diseased. I can, I he has see, his own livestock to think. You know, about. he's a working class guy. He's like, that ain't my problem. I got shit to do. I don't want to lose my job. You should say annoyed. that then. I don't know. Also, that's <laughs> so stupid. That one of the first characters you see is this uh, guy in his like Ebola suit with his mask on and everything, and then the driver pulls up. He's, just he's standing two feet away from. Him. Then he pulls his mask <laughs> down. But that could be that could be intentional. It could. It could be a movie convenience that you should be pissed about because it's just like they want to show his mouth because it's well, not. That's, that's all. Yeah, that's obviously. Why or it could be uh, they're not taking this seriously. This is how his stuff spreads. You know, yeah. he's only wearing his mask to appease his employers because he puts it back up when the guy drives away. Exactly when you don't need it, it's just kind of annoyed me. I, I noted that too, but I wonder if we're only really our noting pandemic that because brains, of COVID no, brain. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, question. 
when they arrive at the first train station and there's like helicopters that fly overhead and then zombies jump off the yeah, helicopters they're falling off yeah what they don't yeah jump. my sister was like they're dropping yeah, zombies that's from hell. Wait, what? No, no I was like, no, no. They obviously were just like clinging onto a helicopter yeah. that someone escaped in, and then they yeah. they can't hang on anymore. It's, that's how I read it. Okay. Yeah, so zombies were swarming a helicopter, and it took off. Yeah, but then okay, I don't know. And they it, hung on until they couldn't, and then they fell. And now it's raining zombies. So why, why can't they hold on any longer? Zombies? Yeah. Well, they 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 saw still, some other humans. They're still made of material flesh, so like you can't hold on forever. I don't know. I don't know. That that seemed dumb. And to also, me. they're swaying back and forth. They're oh, yes. knocking off. You know, yeah. it's like a helicopter. I did really like when. Uh, you ever tried to hold on to a helicopter? Oh, every day. I have actually. <laughs> In Captain really? America, the I'm Winter hover Soldier. exit certified. Oh, I was expires. Oh yeah. Wow. You're yeah. so cool. That's, well, that's what cool. You, I go to a fancy uh, celebrity gym. You know, that's the workout is you get a helicopter on one side and you get a like, <laughs> bicep curl it. You yeah. could. Those li- really light ones, you can push uh, them around yeah. when they're yeah. hovering. Easy. That's pretty cool. I uh, liked kind of that same sequence when they're getting on the train and you can see the walkway above and there's the window and then the zombies start bulging the window and then they pop out and they're just falling out. Something about zombies having no... Uh, understanding of self-preservation really you know i like that yeah. are you talking that. about the part right. at the end when the the train crashes onto the other train and no 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 okay. earlier on the first train station when they're getting when everyone's boarding the train to leave uh and then there's military zombies and then they they're popping out of the top window that's broken and like landing on the train and rolling off mm-hmm. i just like that i like when zombies don't yeah you know, they're just like i all i want is eat that's it and it's cool when they're like an emergent like swarm dynamic yeah that's good too world war z took that to the to the next level although i really didn't like when uh they're holding the zombies back at like the glass doors i thought that sequence was well that pissed me off i have a nitpick for that because they they're ho- they're trying to lock those doors right he's yep. trying to spin that little thing at the top of the door i think they have like a nightstick which you never get to see get used later um <laughs> Well, which no, because they, they're they using it to close the doors, so they slide it through the right, handles right, to close right. the doors, right? So there's a long sequence where they're holding the door shut, trying to lock it for so long. They finally get it locked. The instant they're locked, the glass shatters on all doors. <laughs> like, what? It's like, is was, it the locking that made them more susceptible to breaking? Like, that was pretty unsatisfying. Yep. Yeah. The hell was, was that? Like, Should have gone a few, like few seconds. Let me just go off here because I have three in a row that I was increasingly pissed okay. when they're fucking. In that situation I was talking about where the other train crashed and all the, the zombie-filled train is, like, right over top of them. I love that, yeah. That was cool. But then uh, Asshole makes a little, like, hole to get out, and they just, like, don't get out. I'm like, fucking go. And yeah. then Homeless Guy starts sacrificing himself, yeah. and they're just washing it. I'm like, he is sacrificing him. Fucking go! He's, sac- <laughs> he's sacrificing his life so you can go, and you're just watching him, and you're not going. And I was yeah. so pissed. Now is the time. And then that, and then my note, we already talked about when he's fighting the, uh, the businessman. Uh, my note is literally... <laughs> Throw this asshole the fuck off already. <laughs> Throw him off already. Yeah. So I felt God. with Sangwa. And I mean, like, zombie movies are sort of designed to have you yell at the screen. That's true. But it's frustrating. Yeah. And when Sangwa is, like, holding the door, I don't know, he just kept putting his hand out. And I'm like, dog, dog just, like, don't don't have your hand out there. Keep your hand well well close to your body. Clearly, uh, he doesn't understand the danger of yeah. uh, zombie bites to the hand. Yes. Uh, multiple times in the in the well, movie, you know, which raises the question: How does this kid even live with her dad? In what world does this guy? Yeah, get? That's what I wrote down too. I'm like, this guy got sole custody of his kid instead of the mom. 
Does I she work a lot? And I like can, grandma can, lives with dad, so I can see that if maybe. he has like tons money. of money and she had nothing, so it's like okay, you're not gonna be able to take care of him. She also seems. But doesn't like, she get spousal support then? I don't know how it works in Korea. I have no idea how it works oh, in Korea. Oh, that's true. Maybe they have patriarchal society where the guy can get custody. Maybe but that would never happen here. Yeah, in in North America, uh, it's more likely that that the mom gets custody, and that. But then it was like, okay, he wanted sole custody of her so bad, but then he's so busy with work that he can't actually raise her. So it's like, why is he is he exactly. just doing that to spite the mom? I mean, he's a bigger asshole this. than he seemed. Yes, a, a father can get custody here, but the context here is that she is a better parent than him. And yeah. the kid likes her more and wants to be with her. So it's like, this doesn't make sense. Why is she know. not the sole For parent? For some reason, I can't, I'm not going to be able to substantiate this, but I got the feeling sort of while watching the movie that she maybe was like unstable a little bit. Mm. And so when? maybe, well, when he was on the phone, I think he was on the phone with her. Was he not? In the beginning, in the very beginning, I think he, he no, was she- on the phone with her and then this, and then the daughter was on the phone with her too. Yeah. He's on the phone with her, but all you hear is like him saying, yeah, I know it's her birthday. Of course. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's like, did you... I'm really busy. Did you know it's her birthday? Yeah, or maybe not. I, I don't know. Maybe that's why I said I can't substantiate it because I can't remember exactly why I thought that. But mm. anyways, it's, it was, that was a bit of a weird characterization. It could have been... They could have just put it the other way where she, the kid is visiting him and he has to bring her back to her mom. And so, like, he's trying to make the most of what he can with the precious, like, weekend he gets with her. But he's... He only gets those weekends, but he still f- screws it up and doesn't yeah. give her enough attention. Maybe. That would have worked. That would have worked. Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, sort of a nitpick or a hit pick. I don't know. Sue Ann's mom, the ex-wife is in his phone as ex-wife. Yeah, we, we joked about that too. Okay. That no one yeah. would ever put But ex-wife. I was like, is this a translation error? Is it like, is the movie saying, B- BT dubs, this is his ex-wife? It's just or a lot easier it- to for the audience to read ex-wife than to be like, Sarah Jane. And you're like, who's Sarah Jane? Right, right. Oh, yeah. So you just wrote, that, wife would have been fine. You, you think yeah. that in Korean it said ex-wife? I think so. Okay. Yeah, Hilarious, that, that's, though. Uh, I'm like, damn, he's, he's just that dick. Like, you why know? didn't he just write like, bitch? Or like, <laughs> exactly. Like we would have gone. We would understood that. Like instead Maybe. of just her name, he takes her name out because yeah. it was her name presumably at one point, and he changed. Or her it name was like Bay to ex-wife. Yeah, Bay to ex-bay. What is your what? wife in your phone What's as? Name? Lauren. Like first name. That's it. And her last name. First name, maiden last name. Same with me. My wife thinks I'm a psychopath. She's like, why? Aren't I should be in there as like boo boo. I feel you know, like something. I used to do that uh, in previous phones, and then I started just. I didn't do that anymore because it's like it's more. Con- oh, it's also it's because when I started using like Google Assistant and stuff, and I wanted to say call Lauren or call whatever. Yeah. And my dad was something else in my phone too, and I like stopped. I didn't want to call him. I'm not gonna say it. He was Supreme Commander. It was kind of funny. It was <laughs> like, like a that. funny meme. And now Lauren brother. is Supreme Commander. With me and my brothers. That's right. <laughs> no, so I like. I, that's why I changed it. I don't know. Okay. What's your partner in your phone as? Uh, her name is a funny last name, and so I have a pun based on that. Mm. You don't have to reveal it. You don't You're have. Damn to. right, I don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like um, when uh, the pregnant lady puts up the newspaper. I think that's a clever little. That was clever. Yeah, it's yeah. Like she sees the newspaper, sees the water, and just puts it up. And you're like, huh? And then along the same lines, when they use the fire extinguisher to like create like you know a, a film on the it window. It bothered me when they discovered. Oh, we don't have to hold it shut. They don't know how to open the door. I was like, "You should." Still- that is stupid. That yeah. is so stupid. Like they're just—they're like monkeys on a typewriter. They're gonna make a yeah. sentence eventually. They're yeah. just clawing yeah, at right. it. Like I they agree. could easily open that again. Logical 
stuff that should just be. I mean, in the they movie, do you know? tie the doors closed later. Because you're yeah. thinking about it. We're all thinking about it. So the movie has to address it. Once you put it in our minds, now you have to address it, movie. It's your fault. We need a primer of zombie movies that, like, the only point of the movie is yeah. that it's like people are really fucking careful. I think there are movies like that. I think Probably. that. I, th- I feel like 28 Days Later is. It Comes at Night good. is pretty cool. I don't, that's not a zombie movie, but that's a pretty cool movie. I recommend that one. The funny thing is that the only movies that tend to take that kind of stuff seriously are the parodies. And then they yeah. end up also not taking it seriously for the sake of comedy at some points. But like, they're like, you know, there are, there are parody zombie movies with, or, or zombie movies with comedic elements where they're like, you don't do that. You yeah. never do that with zombies, you know, like, but you know, yeah. So, you guys ready to move on to another segment? Yes. Oh, wait, I have one more nitpick. Hit it. Uh, when they are shooting, when there's the military people that have the sniper, aimed at them and they're like how did they arrive and it's showing like the off into the horizon and based on the shot of them arriving to get off the train they definitely would see the train like there's no way they wouldn't see the train at the end of the tunnel and that that annoyed me or have intelligence about it also they can see them and it's like they're not limping around like zombies. It's cl- they're clearly alive. They, they were the order to like, kill them was dumb. It was I, dumb because there's two of them. It looks it's, like a woman and a child. Kill them. <laughs> Come on. Well, I think at this yeah, point they're just not taking. Sorry. They're not taking any chances. And and you know they looked exhausted. They were kind of shuffling a little bit. They but didn't also, look like zombie zombies, but they're holding them. hands. This is only this is only like an hour or two into the whole debacle. So it's like they, <laughs> don't, they, don't, have, weeks, they yeah. don't know all the ru- the rules. Yeah, fair enough. Spoiler for Rings of Power. So, Rings of Power. We've all seen it, finished it. <sighs> yep. Um, what do we think? I think it ended up being way more disappointing than I was hoping that it would be. Halbrand looked kind of stupid on that mountain with a cloak on, hey? Yeah. Holy that, shit. With the emo makeup. I think, I think dumb. Like, as, the, as the show was progressing, I was kind of like, okay, this little game of trying to figure out who's Sauron is fun but then once it was revealed by the time it was actually revealed i'm like this feels weird this yeah. feels kind of janky to have sauron the dark lord of mordor just being be like dude well i just want to bring peace and i'm a hot guy and like <laughs> I, don't know. I, I like that aspect of him being like yeah i'm not here to like you know destroy i'm here to reign and bring yeah. peace like that's that's fine i think the problem is now you're when you watch the lord of the rings movies you're like underneath that mask Halbrand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I honestly would have I, liked it more of as Adar. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Adar was cool. I think my guess is that in the later seasons, the next seasons, he'll appear as someone else and there'll be that game of who is Sauron again. That's my guess. And each season's going to be framed around the next set of rings of power being created. And so next he'll be like, it'll be the, the dwarven stories, you know, like they're going to build the, the dwarven uh, rings of power. Right. But we don't, we won't know. It's not going to be Halbrand with the dwarves. It'll be someone new. Right. And then that'll be Sauron. Yeah, I mean, the creation of the rings was pretty freaking hoo-hoo. It's pretty <laughs> underwhelming, hey? <laughs> totally, because they reveal that they don't know magic. They reveal that it's like, oh, maybe we can we can dance between worlds. And like, oh, the elves didn't have any magic. Okay, that's news to me. And then, yeah, the um, power of the unseen world, they're supposed to have magic. Like, they're supposed to, there's elven magic. They use it for stuff. So apparently they don't know. And then the only one who does know is just presumably random like journeyman level black like yeah. like uh blacksmith from the southlands who's like what if <laughs> hold okay, on hold on like hear me out like greatly revered and respected master elven f- 
forge person. Let me uh, just tell you this. What if you mix mithril with uh, make an alloy? What if you did that? He's like, you know what? I never thought of I that. I never thought of I making mean, an alloy. I never thought of like metallurgy 101. Wait, he did think of making an alloy though, but I think it was that he was like, he was only thinking of alloys as as diluting the qualities of the uh, mithril. Yeah. But then Halbrand comes in and is like, actually, you could make an alloy that enhances the qualities. But then it's so uninteresting that it's just like gold and silver. I don't know. It's just, it's, and then he, and then Sauron's yeah, gone, right? Like he he's gone. They pull Galadriel out of the Galadriel. river. Galadriel. Wow. Galadriel out okay. of the lip out of the river, and then they they Sauron's just gone, and then they commence. The building of the ring still. She st- she isn't like guys. I just found out some whack information. Yeah, we should let's stop everything. Yeah. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, this is still a good idea, even though it was completely thought of from this. E- that guy in Nano is evil. Here's my dagger. Uh, <laughs> and then the next time we see Halbrand, he's just like in Mordor. I thought it'd been way better if we found out that Galadriel was Halbrand. Like after when she gets pulled out of the river, he switched disguises, and then that was her, and that's why they can they they continue to build the rings, uh, and then you know she's tied well, up somewhere. I like the idea that he's kind of indoctrinated them or has given them no choice. Like there is no other option but to continue, even though they know that like the risk. But the movie or the show doesn't really communicate that well. Mm. I don't think that like it feels like they're not. There isn't a discussion of like we have no choice. We exactly. like, we have to. Make it's not these an rings. adult discussion because they would be like, oh no, well we still have these constraints where we're dying and we need something. Well, yeah. maybe if we just get take this new information that the enemy still exists <laughs> and we take that to Durin, yeah. you know, we and, can like do something. Well, and even if they're like, well, like there's a real danger with these rings, and he's like, and Galadriel's like, well, Sauron doesn't know the power of the elves. We will conquer him. Hubris. Yeah, you needed you needed a a, a sin for them to commit so that. That's why Sauron beats Instead, them. Instead, I'm just like putting the hubris thing onto them. Well, I guess they're, I guess this shows that they're, they're <laughs> you know, they're, they're yeah. pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> they just think they're too good. They did it I did, their own downfall. I did like the payoff of the stranger storyline because early on we were like, who is this person? As soon as the show is like, it's Sauron. You're like, it's not Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was too easy, but that was fine. And the emotional payoff, you know, of like, they're trying to convince him to be bad and he's like i'm not bad and he oh like pushes God. back you're like okay that was the okay okay tell me about how you felt no no, no okay okay so as soon yeah i i feel like i was i was annoyed by this whole stranger thing because things <laughs> because he he falls from the sky i'm like that's gandalf yeah right away yeah we all I'm like, were that's beard. gandalf i hated the whole falling from this guy in a meteor thing but i'm like that's Gandalf. And then they're like, well, maybe he's Sauron. Or maybe blah, blah, blah. And then we go through this thing and it's like, oh, we found you, Sauron. At the same time, giving us all of these other red herrings. Oh, maybe Adar is Sauron. Oh, maybe it's Halbrand is Sauron. Mm-hmm. And then the show is supposed to be telling you, you're Sauron. And we're like, oh. but like you said, it do- it didn't see, even feel yeah. real when that happened. At that When that happened, I was like, that's not Sauron. They're okay. I see what they're doing yep. right away. I didn't. It worked and, on me. And then when he, <laughs> and so they go through this whole thing with the Harfoots and they helped him save him from those, those white people that see, turned out to be wraiths, I guess. I guess. They're, uh, f- which is like, what? Uh, I thought, I don't know what the story is there, yeah. but were they white? <laughs> then they're like, yes, no, I mean, come on, Sauron, you're Sauron, you're the Dark Lord. And he's like, I'm good. I'm good and then he goes I'm just like and he's like now I can speak English could fully could you say like could you say like 
no, I'm, I'm, and he remembers his name is no. like Gandalf or something. Oh yeah. But instead, he, he's like, I'm good. I'm good. I think, yeah. And then right after that, he's got perfect English with an English accent, yeah. even though he's learned from people with Irish accents. And I don't know that whole thing. After no, but this, that's because he's remembering. I will say that the Harfoots remain, the Harfoots and the dwarves remain my favorite parts of the show because they did a really, really good job of capturing the sort of like quaint, uh, Celtic uh, uh, quality of the hobbits. And they did that really well. The dwarves were done really, really well. But I, at the end of it all, I'm, I'm annoyed to see uh, the Lord of the Rings, the, the, the impact and gravity that the movies have be like diluted in a, uh, through this show uh, that is like so clearly at this point, so clearly just wanting to like drag people along well, because they have the franchise rights, you know? To me, I just am able to put the, the, the space between the Lord of the Rings and Rings of Power. They're not connected. It's yeah, better than The Hobbit. They're like loosely connected. It's, it is better than The Hobbit. And it's like, I don't see how... In my mind, this doesn't impact Lord of the Rings, but Lord of the Rings kind of influences this. Like, it's like a yeah. one-way relationship. And that way, it doesn't offend me as much. It's just right. like, you know, it's it's fantasy. It's fun fantasy. And there's there's not enough, like, good big-budget fantasy these days. Like, people are trying, but it's all, like, I find it tedious. And this... It, it, it scratched an itch for me. I think I agree with you that I'm not I'm not really seeing this as like Lord of the Rings anymore. Like yeah. it's like Lord of the Rings inspired. It's a fantasy like Star it's Wars. A, it's a big budget fantasy TV show that's fun enough to watch, but it's yeah. not really Lord of the Rings. But at the same time, that's taking away my reason to watch it because sure. if it's like if I'm not hearing that it's really good on its own, then I'm not interested in watching it. And so I don't think. What would you rate watch the first season out of ten? Five? Six? 6.5? I would give it a 6.5, I think. Yeah. But like a solid 6.5. Like I, I never stopped enjoying watching. I did enjoy. It frustrated me at times, but overall, it's like a decent show. Although, there are some... We didn't... Have you guys even talked about pacing? The pacing was weird. It was like... I felt like uh, we're, we're in the last up. episode and I felt like it still could have been in the first third of the yeah. season. Yeah, they, they set things up and then just like barely paid anything off the entire show. I remember being like, oh man, we're already in episode seven and like nothing's happened. And then, How are they going to wrap this up? And yeah. even like some of the cool moments, like the whole like battle in the Southlands where the orcs attack the village and then the Numenorians come in and save them. The pacing of that is really weird. Uh, there's like, so we, we see the people like in the in their keep or whatever they're in the bar the the tavern and uh the orcs have gotten in and they're holding people hostage or whatever and it randomly cuts to the numenorians sprinting across the plain as if they're like we've heard that there's people that need our help and we're like going like crazy and i'm like first of all how do the numenorians know to like book it at this point and b why are you cutting back to them in the middle of this tense situation? You're completely cutting the tension because now we know the new Minorians are going to come and save them in like in two seconds. Yeah. So it's like... That's weird. And then it, when it actually happens, it just really lacks that impact that they're like streaming into the village, like taking a while to get there. And then there are some cool moments like the chain, like the clothesline that works with the chain and stuff. There's some cool moments like that. But I just thought, I thought that like that pacing was super weird. And then... That at the end of that episode, they fight so hard to stop this from happening, and then they succeed. And then randomly, the old the old human guy 
we we he teleports to the top of the tower yeah, with the sword and he dumb. he does it anyways and I'm like what the hell was the point of this whole episode when they just, just you, it deep. was like a Deus Ex it was like the opposite yeah, Deus Ex that, Machina that was an ultimate like that's really fucking stupid nobody checked the bundle the, yeah. to see that it was the actual handle like yeah, that was really that was, fucking stupid I, so like that episode was really frustrating and I think that's where it really turned for me mm. I think that was episode six maybe. Sure. Um, Mount Doom becoming Mount Doom was cool. I but loved I, that. I thought I that was cool. Did not like. Did not like when they like the showed the shot. Yeah, the text. the text when they were gonna reveal it in text when it's like place name switched like erased. Mordor, like, yeah. just have someone say it. Why yeah. you can do that in text? Yeah. It was so cringe. I can almost hear the like, you know, the scratching out sound effect. They just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. that was that was cringe as hell. Just have uh, Adar say it, man. That yeah. guy was good. We enter the age of Mordor. Yeah. I did like Adar. I liked his motivation of like, you know, he was the first orc. He was an elf that was, uh, that's, as we talked about in our Rings of Power episode, it's still unclear as to whether Tolkien like landed on the orcs being like mutilated elves or, or, or mutated uh, humans or elves or whatever. But that's what the show is going with and that's fine. Yep. I thought that was cool. And I also thought that like tension between him and Galadriel where he's like, my people are just looking for a home. And she's like, I don't fucking care. I can see that you're a person with a soul, but I'm still going to murder you and all yeah, your kind. That's fun. I don't love that. Uh, they're trying to make the orcs into like a race, just like all the other races, because they're not supposed to be that. Like they're supposed to be they're trying, just, to, they're trying to last Jedi. They're supposed it. to be like smart animals, basically, you know? Um, yeah. When they had culture, like when they had that like ritual, like, it's like episode four or something yeah. like that right before before which you meet is why it's which we talked about this but which is why it's kind of problematic to take lord of the rings which exists as such like a specific thing and turn it into generic fantasy world where we're gonna tell like generic fantasy stories with like generic elves and dwarves and stuff it's like all the races in middle earth are like very specific there's a vision that tolkien laid out and uh like you said now we can do whatever we want with it. Yeah, we can have fun with it, but it bothers me. I, I can't uh, be friends with you. Do that with another franchise. No, I can't be I, friends with you I anymore. Just Kylo Ren and like go of the past. Yeah. All right, let's move on to another thing that I watched, which was uh, surprising on the weekend. I watched the Michael Bay movie Ambulance. Oh, you liked it? I huh? wanted to see it when I saw the trailer because yep. I thought, guys, what if this is just like I'm going to pee my pants? So oh I have to go. God. I have to go pretty. Soon I want to go home. Too. Yeah. Are you going to pee your pants? This wrap is up I, in two I, minutes. No, do you tell me about it. You tell me about. Okay. I'm like getting chills. I saw the trailer a few months ago. I suggested that we cover it because I thought, I know Michael Bay sucks, Transformer sucks, but what if he's just like a really practiced filmmaker and this is like just the movie. best version of what he makes, right? Yeah. Uh, and you guys were like, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I watched it on the weekend and it was pretty tight, actually. You were right. It wasn't great. I, I'd give it a seven, but it was oh, pretty wow. tight. And what it was kind of groundbreaking at was it has all these drone shots but like FPV, like sport drones. Oh, cool. Not just like Planet Earth drones. Yeah, fine. There's car <laughs> stunts where the, the camera, which is on a drone, like zooms under the freaking car that's cool. being jumped instead of it just being like a, a steady cam where the car doesn't move. Yeah. It's like the camera's moving and the car is moving. It was like insane. That's cool. Wow. They kind of overused the drones a bit, but it was pretty badass. And the sound design was sick. Okay. Sick. I mean, part of me, part of me wanted to see it just cause I knew that that kind of like cool, like action filmmaking stuff would be there, but I just, it, it sucks my soul. Yeah. It could have been shorter. It, it was definitely a, a cheeseburger movie, but if you're going to try to uh, audition your surround sound, it was a great surround okay. sound movie. Uh, recommend. Pretty cool. Nice. 
Wait, what are we doing next? Next week, week we're doing Heat, which is perfect because that's right. another heist movie with a great yeah. soundtrack. Great sound design. From, from the same era of Michael Bay, basically, okay. but it's the better Michael, Michael Mann. I've never Man. seen it. I'm excited. It's, it's a good idea. It's, uh, you, you have seen it. It's called Dark Knight. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, he took a lot of cool. inspiration from The The heat. legend is he watched Heat every day while he made... made you'll, wait, wait, really? You'll, you'll be like, oh, it's the Dark Knight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. E- email us. Hello, they're just movies.com, and you can tweet us at TJMPod. TJMPod. It's in the game. Love you.